Hi, I'm Corey Gleed. Welcome to our podcast, Type C Toolbox. We are here to educate people about Type C, which is pathological niceness, and help people develop healthier ways of living. Hi, I'm Anna White. In each of our episodes, we will dive into stories from my Type C past and give our listeners tools on how to better handle situations like mine. Welcome to our latest episode. Today, we're going to talk about taking time off in the workplace, which can be really hard for type C people. We generally don't like to ask for vacation or even be on vacation sometimes. It's hard to take sick days. Um, sometimes we have a hard time being honest about doctor's appointments or leaving work to go to school events or, or any other appointments that we need to go to. So we're going to talk about why we feel this way. And then we're going to talk about some examples from my past and tools that we could have used to kind of work around this. So a couple of things to keep in mind when taking time off for type C people, uh, one of our favorite challenging emotions would be guilt. Um, so worrying about burdening others, upsetting coworkers, worrying about getting behind and how that will impact the team inconveniencing people with maybe rescheduling a meeting if you have to while you're out, definitely worrying about disappointing the boss. So all these worries and the guilt that comes along with this can really keep people who are, have type C traits from um, asking for sick day, vacation, or mental health day. So we're gonna talk about taking vacation and how uh, guilt can get in the way, taking sick days. Um, often type C people will wait until they're super sick or not take sick days at all. With remote work nowadays, I have a lot of patients actually who kind of take a sick day, but they actually end up working most of the day. So that's a new unfortunate phenomenon. Not asking for a mental health day, we're gonna talk about that. Not asking to go to the doctor, putting off going to the doctor. So these are all challenges that type Cers definitely struggle with. So let's start by talking about some juicy examples. <laughs> well, I think our listeners know I was in the financial world for a long time. The Wall Street culture was very much work hard, play hard. When I look back over the various companies that I worked for, some were more open to vacation, some were more negative towards vacation. I had a boss once upon a time who talked a lot of trash about people who took all of their vacation. So she would openly talk about this to the team. Wow. So you felt terrible about taking vacation because you knew it was viewed negatively. Now, interestingly, she took vacation, but kind of pretended like she didn't. So it was all a little bit odd. Anyway, um, I, I really had a hard time and felt extreme guilt over this. And at one point in this company, when I first started and I kind of got the vibe that vacation was kind of looked down on the stock market started melting down and I came back early by a couple you of came days back early from a vacation I came back early nobody asked me to but I felt so guilty that the stock market was coming apart and you know they they needed me which was kind of ridiculous when I think about it because I had just started nobody needed me <laughs> there were plenty of procedures in place to operate without me but i i wanted to make a good impression i felt really really guilty so i left a vacation that i i needed to be on it was with my family and my kids were young and you just you can't get that time back absolutely or or for your health yeah right right, right. so another time at a different firm i canceled a vacation completely and at this point in time, the company was in turmoil. There was 
a little bit of a change in ownership. So everything was kind of unsteady. Um, so I was just, I was worried about my job and there was, a, there were just a lot of initiatives and projects going on. And I felt like if I took a week away, which I needed to do for my own health, um, that I was going to be in, you know, I was going to be, I was going to be kind of in trouble in a way, right? Like, I, I really worried about how this new I feel boss. like you're saying it out loud and you feel like they're crazier. I can't <laughs> believe I'm saying this, but I'm so happy you're saying it out loud because that's what we want people to hear. Like these crazy rules or thoughts that actually drive our behavior behavior when you're on automatic pilot. But then when you say it out loud, you're like, what? I know. Keep I going. know. I know. Because I'm a full grown, mature woman <laughs> scared of getting in trouble at work. But I'm just putting it out there. This is this is this was me and this is how I operated. You know, I also had a lot of guilt over leaving to go out to school for kids events. There's a lot of them. Oh, I don't think I quite realized that as a parent, how often we were going to be kind of running out of work and going to, you know, publishing parties and this and that, or, you know, camp performances, whatever it was. So I would sometimes sneak out and not tell anyone where I was going because I, you know, I could maybe get back and forth in an hour, and and maybe no one would miss me. Instead of just being honest and upfront about, hey, I'm 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 I'm, I'm heading out. But you know, sometimes I think that can be really hard. And we're going to talk about this in a bit. I know, but you know, when you have team members that don't have those obligations, and they can get a little salty around you leaving. So that was something that I felt really, really guilty about. I also would say yes, a lot of times to, this isn't really so much about taking time off, but if the team was going out on some work thing after hours, I tended to always say yes, no matter what else I had going on. And I needed to get home to my family. But to me, that was also a little bit of taking yeah, time off. That's kind of the, the other direction, right? Right. Your actions being driven by what is not important to you. Yes. Right. Right. You know, feeling like you can't say no. Yes. Um, and so actually giving more time. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It's definitely part of the time concept. And, 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 and that even, even going out to lunch sometimes was hard for me because I felt like somebody might be looking for me they might need me in some way or nobody else is going out to lunch. So I should oh. just get it and bring it back to my desk. We could probably do a whole podcast <laughs> on making time to eat or right. drink or go to the bathroom, right? Because type yes. Sears, if there's something really important that needs to get done, we'll put their needs aside. I don't, you know, if you're so focused on the work. So that's a whole other podcast. Stay tuned <laughs> for that one. But, you know, you and I back in the day used to meet for lunch sometimes in Midtown. Yeah. And, oh, you know, I remember like those lunches by Chloe. Yeah, that was a great place. So anyway, but but there was always guilt for me. I could never just go out to lunch and sit and have a conversation and enjoy it. There was always in the back of my mind, I need to get back. I need to get back. I need to get back. Oh, that fun voice in your head. Hi. Hello. Thanks so much for visiting. <laughs> but I mean, you probably remember, I was always glued to my iPhone or Blackberry or whatever it was at the time, just making sure, making sure nobody needs me. You know, everything's cool. I, you know, the stock market is not melting down. So a, a lot of guilt in those situations. And looking back, you know, I have a completely different perspective on this, but in the moment, when you're there and you're in it, you know, these emotions are really driving you. Yeah. Time. I also am just thinking about sitting here, listening to all these examples. I also am just thinking about your body, right? Holding on to all this guilt, holding on to all these worries and sort of feeling kind of frenetic, right? Like sitting, sitting at lunch with me or being on a vacation and trying to be in the moment, but also struggling with all these worries 
just probably makes you super agitated inside. I would assume it makes you very tense. I would assume it makes it hard for your stomach to relax. So I could just imagine it having a lot of repercussions, maybe for headaches or stomach issues or, or back pain. I'm thinking personally of myself and several stressful things that have been happening lately. And guess what? who woke up with a really sore back this morning and I was not in any way shocked, you know, but I just think it's also important. We talk, we're going to talk about sort of tips and tools. And one of our big tools actually is really being honest with yourself about the cost of your actions in the long term. And I am trying to think about the cost of my actions recently for my body and moving forward, my back is screaming out and saying, to me. So I'm going to try to work on that. (laughs) Well, to that point, coming home from work every day, my routine was carbo load, eat just ridiculous amounts of unhealthy food. And then I would get in the shower for 15, 20 minutes at a time. It's a really hot shower to just kind of like decompress and, and, and try to get back to a more normal place and, and try to be present with my family. But that's, that's hard when you're carrying all these work worries home, but let's get back to the taking time Mm -hmm. off and, and all the, and all the tools that we have to offer here, because we've got some good ones. So let's start off with the type C challenges, which are all these Uh, learned beliefs from culture and family that you get stuck with that really run around in the back of your mind and are driving a lot of your behaviors, but that you don't necessarily uh, are very aware of. So really just thinking about that you may upset someone and not trying to reassure yourself, not trying to run away from it. So avoidance really leads to a lot of type C challenges. And we're really talking about facing your fears. So you may upset someone if you ask to take time off. If someone that you work with has kids and you are asking to leave early because you need to go to a school play, they may be, you know, feel like, well, why does Anna or Corey get special treatment? It's it's really just something to, to really keep in mind that you need to accept these are painful things, but you're doing it for a reason. So that's the next part of something we wanted to say, which is just focus on what matters to you. Be brave when you're asking for a sick day or a mental health day or a vacation time. It's work does really matter to you. And that's really important to you, obviously, for lots of reasons. But oftentimes we forget about that, you know, what's the cost on our family and what's the cost on our physical, just we're talking about in our bodies. And just to that point, when I look back on the vacation that I canceled, this was a family trip to Maine when my children were like four and six with their grandparents. And the pictures from that trip are so beautiful. My husband went anyway with my kids. And I mean, I just look at that. I'm like, I am filled with so much regret for not taking that silly week and just going. It would have been great for everyone. And actually my daughter she recorded this video for me while I was there, which is mommy. We wish you were here. And just, I've looked at it and and just had filled with, like I said, immense regret. So actually that's a great tool. So one of the tools that I talk about with my patients, which is a great one is the five-year rule. Uh, Not maybe don't, don't say rule, not rule. (laughs) The five-year strategy, right? So when making a decision that you can use this for lots of things, but whether taking time off or doing something yourself, you always want to ask yourself, 
how will I, how will I look back on this in five years? How will I feel about this in five years? It can kind of just create some distance and some perspective. It also is great for thinking about like the long-term consequences. A lot of times the rules or these, you know, beliefs in our head about what's, what we have to do, not upset others, not burden others really is so about the short term and we forget about the long term. So this five-year strategy is just looking back for myself in five years, how will I feel about this choice? So obviously, you know, maybe Anna could have said to herself, you know, if I don't go on this vacation right now, it has these costs. But if I like looking back on this in five years, how will I feel about missing this vacation? And maybe you would have been able to realize that. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I know one thing that's really hard for type C people and all people really is, is taking a mental health day when they need one. I mean, I think attitudes are changing around mental health. Thank goodness. But you know, culturally, it might not just be done within companies. And so let's talk a little bit maybe just about how to think about a mental health day and the language that you might use to ask for it. I think that's a great idea. So I hope that the silver lining of COVID is that some of this may have changed. I think there's a lot more discussion about burnout and fatigue and trying to be thoughtful to employees, but still people with type C may worry that it could be used against them or perceived as a sign of weakness. Mm-hmm. And they you know, just might get stuck in all those type C rules and worries about upsetting others and not really thinking of themselves. So really, I would say that it's about facing your fears and being brave, taking that risk. Maybe they do think you're weak. Maybe they do hold it against you. But ultimately, what's the cost in the long run if you don't take that day? It's kind of like in a relationship, right? You know, it's the same kind of idea. Sometimes you really have to put your vulnerability out there and find out, is this the right relationship for you or not? It's the same thing with work. And I recognize that that's kind of a privileged thing to say, but if it's really, if you really need a mental health day, the cost is going to be so much greater on you. And that could really impact your ability to stay at the job. I have this conversation with people all the time. I was actually just talking to a lovely patient that I have who has long COVID and she has been trying so hard to keep up with her extremely demanding job. And she's really struggling. And I said, maybe you should either talk to them about going to 80%, you know, for a short period of time. And she is a super type seer. And I think that it might be, and I, because ultimately she could get fired, right? Like, because she's not actually able to work as much right now. She has been doing less. She's, you know, so it's really important that she actually face this fear of upsetting others. Because uh, if she doesn't, she she could actually be much more damaging to the job. Taking a medical leave would screw them way more right. than if she cuts back to 80%. Yeah. And the way she's, she's probably just not thinking about how valuable she is to that organization. She is giving 150% if she's a type C person. She is. And they're going to be happy she with is. 80%. As they're going to be, right. As she said, her 70 is like other people's 100. But because she's a type C and a perfectionist, right. she feels guilty and bad about not working nearly as much. But let's get back to that mental health day. Just, I want to add one more thought there. I can see myself maybe working up the bravery to ask for the mental health day, taking it. And then still checking email and chiming in if I needed to, or, you know, not really disengaging like I, I need to. So I think setting boundaries okay. around it is such an important thing to so do. So let's just give an example here. Sometimes we role play. Sometimes we're just going to throw it at you. It's about being brave, reminding yourself of the cost. What's the long-term cost if you continue to push through it and just suppress all of what you're dealing with? 
So would you be brave? And would you say something like, you know, to your boss in a more, you know, uh, professional way, I really need to take a mental health day today. I'm feeling spent. I want to take this day to recharge and take care of myself so I can be more productive tomorrow. And then just keep it super short and super sweet. Don't explain yourself. We all, when we are feeling guilty or anxious, have a tendency to just you know, word vomit. 9,000 details. Yes. Right. And because we feel so guilty and anxious, we, we keep on going. Doesn't make the guilt and anxiety go away. Right. And oftentimes we end up, you know, we turn ourselves around and we end up saying yes. And that's your case right there. I'm feeling spent and I need to recharge. And there's nothing more that you need in terms of details than that. Right. Just stick to it. Keep in mind what's important to you, which is you do care about work. You want to be productive. And the way you're going to do that is to take a vacation, to take a sick day, to take a mental health day. Also, we've talked a lot, we talk a lot about anger and resentment. If you don't take, if you don't go to your kids, you know, party, your play, play, whatever it is, if you don't go on vacation with your family or you leave early, or you don't take a sick day when you need to, over time, anger and resentment grows, which is not good for you to have in your work relationships. It's terrible for your body. And bad so, for your family relationships. Exactly. For sure. So overall, the things to keep in mind are you matter really your family matters or friends that you're going to go away with matter. Taking time off helps you take care of your body physically, unwind, doing one thing at a time if possible. Oh, actually, we should say we should add to that really working on when you're on vacation or taking that sick day, just like, oh, taking the mental health day, we were going to say this too. Mm -hmm not working. Yes. And you know, what was interesting is when I was on my honeymoon, that is a vacation where no one, no one reaches out to you. They are respectful of your boundaries. And so we should have all of our vacations right. like a honeymoon, right. right? That it's, it's a sacred time with your family right. to recharge. Right. It doesn't mean you don't feel guilty and it doesn't mean you don't worry, but it's just keep reminding yourself of what's important, right? This is really important. If I don't take this time, I'm going to regret it later, right. right? So Anna's example, which is great, you know, unfortunately, you know, the vacation in Maine, just keep reminding yourself that if you don't do the things that matter to you, you're not living in line with your values and your life is really doesn't feel worth living sometimes. Right. And so engaging in what's important to you, really keeping in mind and really being brave. I care about my family. I care about my health. I care about my friends. And sometimes I have to make time for them is really the way to move forward, to face those fears so that you can show that you actually do care about work when you come back because you're recharged. Well, when we were preparing for this podcast, we had so many things we wanted to talk about that we decided to do many more episodes on work. There's so many topics to cover. So we hope you'll tune in for our next one. Check out our blog, typectoolbox.com, our Instagram at typectoolbox. Please like us on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening to us. Please feel free to reach out with any comments or things you want to add. You can reach us at typec at gmail.com. And stay tuned for our next episode. Thank you for listening today. This podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only. It's not meant to be a substitute for mental health treatment. If you're having a mental health emergency, please dial 911. If you're looking for mental health treatment, please visit the National Alliance on Mental Illness website at NAMI, which is N-A-M-I dot org.